Yo, what's good, everybody? You're now tuned in to Crockpot Conversations with Anthony D. Sparks. This is a place where I talk about issues that are practical, hopefully in a way that's powerful, to try to give you something that's portable. Thank you so much for listening, and please make sure that you subscribe to and share the podcast, and if possible, please rate and review it, because without your five stars, I ain't getting very far. Now, if you'd like to contribute to support the podcast, just click on the support this podcast link in the show notes. As you already know, no contribution amount is too big, but also on the flip side, no amount is too small. So thank you for the consideration. And with that being said, let me take a second to shout out our newest contributor, Mr. Willie E. Lee Jr. Willie is a member of the Crock-Pod Conversations Facebook group, and he recently became a new monthly uh, contributor to the show. And so I just want to take a shout, take a second to shout you out. Thanks so much, Willie, for your uh, unselfishness and for um, just absolutely being a blessing to me by contributing, brother. Uh, I hope the podcast is a blessing to you. I hope it's resonating. Uh, and I hope you're really growing and, and, and just really just getting everything that you need to get from it. So thank you so much again for your uh, for your unselfishness. And uh, I look forward to continuing to crank out hopefully solid content with your support. All right. Now, let's get on down to it, y'all. This is episode 14. And with this episode, I'm really laying myself bare here. Now, let me say this. All of my episodes, uh, I try to make them pretty transparent, but this one might be the most transparent episode I've done so far. Today, I want to talk about something that most people are either too scared, too embarrassed, or too ambitious to talk about, and that is being fired. Yeah, maybe you can relate, maybe you can't, but either way, I want to take y'all on this ride with me through one of the toughest periods of my life, all right? And so let me get in a quick word from Anchor, and I'll be right back on the other side to jump into it all the way, all right? Sit tight. Be right back. All right, y'all. Welcome back to Crockpot Conversations, episode 14, and I'm choosing to use the two-year anniversary of my termination (laughs) to talk about it. Now, I never thought that I'd be the one to, of all things, get fired. Not me. Not the guy with the MBA. Not the guy with experience leading staff teams in the nonprofit and for-profit arenas. Not the guy managing or who's had experience managing Um, a a nearly million dollar budget, not the guy who could recruit and retain and team build, not not me. But exactly two years ago, it was me. (laughs) And I was in the scariest place I have ever been in professionally. And I was also beginning one of the darkest seasons of my life, period. Let me paint the picture for you. November 16th, 2017 was a normal Thursday up until about 4.13 p.m. I got called into what I thought was just a basic afternoon meeting. I walked in the conference room. 
sat at the table with my immediate supervisor and department supervisor and the HR manager. And I heard the words, well, Anthony, this is a termination meeting. (laughs) No, hey, no, how you doing? No, how's the day going? Just straight up cut to the chase. I don't think I have ever been blindsided as much as I was that day by those words. And let me say this, for those of you perfect professionals out there who say, man, ain't no way you can be blindsided by termination. You know that's coming. Uh, Let me explain why I was blindsided. See, the team that I was leading was ranked number one in three out of four major metrics we were judged on. We were positively changing lives doing our job. I'd had a meeting just a few weeks earlier with the CEO and we were on the same page. And then there was no heads up or even progressive discipline or anything regarding anything that led me to believe I'd be losing my job. By all accounts, y'all, things were literally fine. And then all of a sudden, they weren't. (laughs) A few words immediately dried up my income, made me question my impact, and also made a few people my new enemies. (laughs) Just being real. That's where I was. I was hurt. I was devastated. However, despite being completely caught off guard by the decision, my response to it was surreal. Like, I don't know if I was... I guess like partly in disbelief or whatever, but but I listened to what they said was the reason for the decision to terminate me. I thanked them for the opportunity, walked out of the meeting, packed up my stuff at my desk, texted my family and got in the car and headed home. I had an eerie sense of calm. Now understand this, the reason why I say my calm was eerie is because my family had just moved into a new house a year earlier and we had just had a brand new baby boy he was about four months old by this time now look while i had every reason to be scared out of my mind about what was next at the time of that termination conversation i wasn't now i wish i could say it's because i had this unshakable faith in the lord but that wasn't it. I wish, well, and you know what? Let me go back and I'll say this. I think a part of it, part of me maybe did think that my connections might, you know, help me bounce back quick because, you know, my uncle had just been appointed uh, and announced as the new mayor of Birmingham's chief of staff just two days earlier. So I was like, well, you know, okay, maybe, you know, that can be a quick bounce back, but I don't even know if that was the whole reason. More than anything, My calm was the result of arrogance. I arrogantly assumed that my credentials, having an MBA, having nearly 10 years of executive level experience and having, um, you know, different board memberships, those things. I arrogantly assumed that those credentials would get me a new job in two to three weeks easy. I'll never forget telling my brother and and, and one of my uncles during the holiday season, because yeah, this happened the week before Thanksgiving, which is fire on another level. (laughs) But I remember telling them, man, I'm about to go make some money. Cause see, I've been in nonprofit for the past eight years of my life. 
And I just felt like it was time for me to go make some money. You know, some money that I had seen other folks make. I, I wanted the new car. And I wanted to be able to, you know, take these amazing trips. And I just wanted to finally stunt a little bit and get what I felt like I deserved after all this time, you know. And so my plan was starting on December 1st, I would go on an application frenzy and then let employers fight over me. That's what I did. I applied to over 20 different openings and sat back and just said, all right, cool. Now it's time to wait. So two weeks turned into four. And then four weeks turned into six. And then six weeks turned into eight. And out of 20 legitimate applications I submitted, I got nine responses that started with, unfortunately, we. I got 10 just complete non-responses. And I got one interview that resulted in nothing. For about 12 weeks, y'all, I prayed and I cried and I was angry and I was depressed and I was lost. My wife would come home to a husband who was confused and honestly pretty broken uh, because I felt like a complete failure. Here I am with a wife and two kids and I'm relying on unemployment to cover my contribution to our household. This woman married a man who she saw as having limitless potential. And here he is bringing in $225 a week to help pay for $2,500 worth of bills. I was hurting, y'all. I was hurting. So after making it through the holiday season on credit cards and bill extensions, I took a leap of faith and I decided to reach out to someone I had met a few years earlier Um, in a different capacity. I I reached out to her on Facebook Messenger, of all places, and I asked her, I said, I asked if she knew of any open opportunities that um, I could lend my skills and abilities to. Not only did she respond swiftly, but she also told me that she'd been planning to reach out to me to assist her with some projects she was working on. And get this, the work she was talking about doing was the exact work I had been praying for the opportunity to do. Y'all, in my place of being depressed, blinded, and hurt, I found that I had almost completely abandoned the very dreams that I've been working on since 2014. Something I realized in my period of confusion and depression is that so many of us get so wrapped up in what we do that we forget who we are. We get so caught up in the titles and the status that instead of being known by who we are as people, we fall into the trap of being known by our profession. And the reason that's problematic is because if you define yourself by what you do, then once you then once what you do changes, so does who you are. Now look, I don't know about y'all, but I don't want to spend my life weaving in and out of different identities based on whether or not somebody thinks that my efforts are good enough. Now, look, I won't insult your intelligence by lying to you and saying that I saw my life playing out like this. I don't know many people 
who would sign up for involuntarily losing a job and the stigma that comes with that. Folks, you know, starting to think, oh, he a bad employee or folks thinking, dang, what he did to lose a job and all that kind of stuff. And then living off credit cards for months and then hoping that bill collectors are willing to extend you some grace. I don't know anybody that would just voluntarily sign up for that. But I really believe that God knew that despite me being so unhappy in that work environment, I was not going to voluntarily leave that environment because I needed the money. Remember, new house, new baby. I allowed myself to get caught up in being miserable for the sake of money. And it wasn't until I was fired did I realize that for about the last seven months on that job, I was like a baby who had been in the womb for 11 months. Exactly. That's not supposed to happen. (laughs) And what I mean is I had outgrown it. I was no longer being nourished in it. And my growth was being stunted by it. I was literally watering myself down to make other folks comfortable with taking a sip. It took me losing something that I thought was secure to discover a truth so simple, and that is never put your future in the hands of someone who does not appreciate what they're holding. See, people claim they want to see you win until you start getting a few more victories than them. As I said, y'all, Sometimes, you know, it it can just be the right person can have the wrong day. And what you thought was just a regular Thursday ends up being your last day. Your greatness sometimes scares other people. And if you're not willing to diminish it, then you sure better be ready to defend it. Work and do your job, but don't ever let your job be the only thing you've got going for you. See, if I wasn't building while I was walking every day into that office building, I wouldn't be where I am right now. And let me let me be real. Of course, I'm not making as much money yet as I used to, but I'm the happiest I've been in my professional life. I'm doing something day in, day out, speaking, consulting, writing and coaching that I have dreamed of doing for a long time. I'm also home a lot more. Um, I got time to go to school events for my boys. Uh, I can enjoy my wife's days off with her. And I've even got a little time to randomly just kind of binge watch some some shows every now and then. Now, understand this, y'all. Everything has an opportunity cost. If boatloads of money is what's important to you right now, then spending time with your family is going to take a backseat. If quality time with your spouse matters, then expect for your bonus checks to maybe not be as fat as your co-workers. If ambition or position is what you're grinding for, you might have to hold up on starting a family. You cannot have it all. But the good news is you can have whatever it is you consider to be a priority. You just got to know you well enough to know what brings you joy and then unapologetically pursued. I had to be terminated to understand that termination doesn't mean you're terrible. 
Because, see, I was one of those arrogant buttholes who used to think that, you know, folks who got fired were bad professionals. Until I found out that sometimes all the termination is, is the right person having the wrong day. And that person just so happens to have a say on whether or not you keep your pay. <laughs> I'm proof that it's possible to do your job and still lose your job. So here I am now, an entrepreneur. This life is a series of peaks and valleys. But I can honestly say that the peaks have outweighed the valleys. As of November 2019, I've been on this journey now for almost two months full time. I mean, for two years full time. I'm living out an interesting paradox, and it's that I had to fall in order to fly. I had to fall to fly. Fall to fly. Look at it like this, y'all. A baby bird never knows if its wings work until it's pushed out of the nest. I got pushed November 2017. But thank God, these wings are still flapping. So after experiencing one of the worst moments of my life, I now got to tell my old employer, thank you. While I never would have chosen to walk this path, it's given me so much perspective. I'm in a place that I never thought I'd be in. And, and while it's scary, no doubt, I tell folks all the time, I am nervous sighted every day, nervous and excited at the same time. It's scary, this place that I'm in, but this place has done one thing for me that no job ever has. And that is, it has made faith a verb and not a noun. Yeah, in other words, y'all, I'm in a place of having to completely trust that God's got me. Give us this day our daily bread takes on a whole new meaning when you're not guaranteed a check on the 1st and 15th to buy the bread with. So as I wrap this up, I need you to know this. Whether it's for cause or no cause, whether you're too embarrassed to acknowledge it, or too prideful to accept it, whether you're sad and suffering or cursing out old co-workers, if you have lost your job or if you're close to losing your job and there's nothing you can do about it, know this, losing the job just might be the key to finding yourself. That's the episode, y'all. If you've gotten anything from it, please take a second to subscribe, share, rate, and review. Also, feel free to hit me up on any of my social media, Anthony D. Sparks. And of course, if you want to work with me um, on this as an area that you might be kind of dealing with right now or any other area of your life, you've got a few ways to do so. You can reach out to me via my website at www.anthonydsparks.com. You can email me at contact at anthonydsparks.com or you can even shoot me a text at 415-935-0219. Thank y'all so much for rocking with me. I hope this episode has blessed you. I'm looking forward to next time and I hope y'all are too. I'm gonna talk to you soon. I'm out.